Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you take your breaks, let yourself really have the break and don't be thinking about how you think you should be studying for the LSAT. Okay, hello besties and welcome back to another episode of Legally Couture. This is your host, oh my god, I just moved my AirPod, I just realized you guys can probably hear that. Um, This is your host, Erin speaking. I'm very tired today. I was at law school, law school training. Well, nope, I've been doing law school for a year, but maybe I could have used training. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I was at training for my summer internship which is at one of the legal clinics in my school all day today. Well, kind of all day. Like, I've been working all day and, like, doing things all day, so I'm very tired. I woke up before 9 a.m. to my roommate going, Erin, Erin, because Lori Light, that's my dog. If you've never listened before, pooped on the floor this morning. She's sick, so it's not her fault. But Grace and I were both sleeping, and instead of, like, scratching, she'll usually, um, usually, I am tired, I told you, she'll usually scratch on my dresser to wake me up, but she didn't do that today, so, because I had the door cracked, so she just left, and she pooped all up in our hallway, thankfully on the hardwood, but, um, that was super fun to clean up, trying to get her into the vet, so don't think I'm a bad dog mom, the vet didn't have any appointments yesterday, and then today I couldn't go, um, but they didn't call me anyway, any open appointments, but I left them a voicemail because I, I unfortunately literally thought to call about tomorrow right after they close. So I left the voicemail. We'll see if they call back in the morning. Otherwise, I'll call them in the morning. And at the very least, I let it be on because as I said, I'm tired. I will get her into the vet when I get back to New Hampshire for my sister's, my, this is going to be an episode of saying words wrong because I'm tired, um, for my sister's bridal shower this weekend. It's on Saturday, so I am going to be getting home Wednesday night, so tonight of the night when you guys are listening, but it's Tuesday night, so for me, it's tomorrow. I'll be home, like, 24 hours from now, basically. Um, Maybe, no, an hour later, because it's 9 right now. I'll be home at 10. Anyway, so I'm tired, but um, it is LSAT season, and I did promise you guys an LSAT episode, so I'm pulling it out for you guys, those, that was, I just gave you guys finger guns, but you couldn't see, it was just at my computer, anyway, I'm a little bit of a mess, because my brain is dead, because woke up to that, had to clean up Lorelai's ickiness, and then, um, had training for the clinic, and I had a meeting with my career counselor, 
talking about interview season and what my approach should be since my GPA is not flawless, as some of the firms like. So um, we're talking about like my general strategy approach to that, what firms I should look at, um, how networking can benefit me and the connections that I already have, how people can help me out sometimes. Um, and yeah, so we were just talking about like my goals, my goals for early interview week, my goals for the whole on-campus interview season, my goals for my law career in general. But so, um, that drained the rest of the energy, the rest of the energy I had in my brain after training, um, so I will probably be maybe reading a book after this, maybe watching Netflix, unclear. But um, this may be a short, sweet episode, but that's a little bit what I'm up to. I just started my clinic last week. Very exciting. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm up to this summer, prepping for interviews, networking, all that fun jazz, and then lots of podcast work. Ooh, some guests. Oh my god, I stop yawning. I gotta sit up. I have some guests I want to reach out to. Um, maybe on my train ride home tomorrow. We'll see. But I want to reach out to them this week about recording episodes in the next like few weeks, next month. Um, but yeah, so should have some exciting stuff coming your way shortly. But today we are talking all things LSAT. I just listened back to the end of that intro I just did, and the audio doesn't sound that great with my AirPods. Did I mention that? Um, my I got a new laptop for when we did our writing competition, or write-on, as law schools call it. But um, I didn't realize until I went to plug my mic in today, but I can't plug my mic into it. I've got to get, like, a new mic or, a, like, a little dongle thing, so, you know. So, um... On, let me see if this sounds better for you guys before I continue. I took my AirPods out and choosing the laptop. I think the audio is pretty good on my new laptop. Let me see. Okay, I was selected on the music and the mic, and it was messing me up. Anyway, I turned the fan off, so I think this is probably going to sound best. Okay, yes, thank you for sticking with me as I figured out the audio so that this whole thing doesn't sound like shit. Anyway, so as I said, all things LSAT today. So let's start with the basics. What is the LSAT? Why do you have to take the LSAT? Do you have to take, what is it? Okay, what's the LSAT you ask? The LSAT is the law school admissions test. It's very, very, very exciting. I actually did find it kind of fun, um, but it depends who you are and which parts you like the most. So the LSAT, as I said, is the law school admissions test. So it is the test you take to submit your scores with your applications to law schools. So for applications, like you're gonna send your, similar to SATs, you'll send your LSAT score, you'll send your like resume, you'll fill out all your applications online, you'll do your um, personal, excuse me, personal statement, which is kind of like your college essay that you did, but more like geared towards why you want to go to law school. And a lot of times you'll gear it towards why you want to go to a specific law school if they don't have a separate prompt for that. Um, but yeah, so the LSAT is arguably the most important part of your application, which is kind of sad that it's the most important part, but that's just currently that is how it is. So here I am to give you tips so that you can do the best that you can on it, since that is how we have built 
the law school system. So LSAT, mainly law schools will look at your GPA and LSAT. That's a good guide for yourself when looking like, oh, do I have a chance at getting in this school? And you're picking like, oh, what are my um, reach schools, my normal schools, like where you're in range and then your safeties. A lot, a lot of times you'll base that on your LSAT score and like your GPA a bit, but a really good LSAT score can usually outweigh a bad GPA, whereas a really good GPA won't necessarily outweigh a bad LSAT score. You'll still get into schools, like if you have a fantastic LSAT score and not a great GPA, but like it won't outweigh it enough to like get you into Harvard generally unless you've got some like really good backstory on what your LSAT was bad because you can always write an addendum explaining like oh my dog died my mom died my grandma died everyone died and I had to take the test you know um but there's always an option to take it again so I'm not sure how much they would take that into consideration just because there's the option to take it again um but yeah so that's like the LSAT and that's why it's important because it is like this single most important factor that law schools look at when being like hmm should we even look further at her application they say they're holistic about how they look but like if you if you're trying to go to harvard and you get like a 140 on the lsat i'm gonna be honest with you they might not be looking i can't say that for certain because i'm not on the harvard law admissions board but um they get a lot of applications so i don't know if they have time to literally look at all of them maybe glance at least but if you have a higher score they'll glance harder Anyway, so that's what the LSAT is. Next thing. So I told you what the LSAT is for, what it is, but now let me tell you like the parts of the LSATs. Like the SAT, there's different categories. Um, LSAT is the same way. So in LSAT, you have reading comprehension. You have legal reason, logical reasoning. Oh my God, legal reasoning. <laughs> I'm in law school, so deep. Anyway, you have logical reasoning and then you have logic games. Now, hear me out. Some people hate logic games. I thought they were fun. Under timed conditions, not always fun. But learning how to do them can be fun because it's not under timed conditions. You're just doing like mind games. It's like puzzles, brain puzzles. So let's think of how to... Okay, so um, let me go through what each category is. So logic games, I said I found fun. And it's like games, but it's like one of those things where it gives you a description of a situation and it's like... Um, St. Mary Michael's church had um, a concert. There were five people that performed at it. And these are, or like five people are going to be performing at it. Um, and then like tell us, or like what, uh, so it'll be like five people are going to perform at it. And then like a question will be like, tell us, all the options of who could go first and it'll give you within the big question rules um so before it asks even like a tell us who could go first it'll give you a set of rules so it's like five people are performing mary can only go first second or fourth adam can't go before mary um liz can only go directly after Morgan so it's like it gives you all these rules and then you've got to like diagram it and figure out who can go where and all that fun fun stuff um but so that can be fun to do when you're in not under timed conditions you're like oh my god I've got to figure out where everyone can go in the next 10 minutes so I have time to do all of the logic games 
So that's where it cannot be fun. But I found it a lot of fun practicing them and learning them. So even if it when it comes to actual practice tests and the actual exam, you're like the logic games will be the death of me. Um, I still found them fun in like theory and in practice, like practicing, not in practice as in when you have to do it for a grade for a score. But so that's logic games. And then like different questions might add a new rule being like, what if Mary actually does can also go like fourth? What then who can go? Then where can Bernard go or something? You know, so it'll add rules, certain questions. Some of them are general questions. Um, Just using the basic rules and then some are specific. It'll add rules and stuff. Some of them are like omissions, like who can't go here? Um, but yeah, so that's logic games. Logical reasoning is like short little snippets. It can be one sentence. Some of them are two sentences. Some are like a longer one, like more like a paragraph. It depends on the type of question. And I'm just realizing now I don't remember all the logical reasoning questions, but this is not a, like, this episode is not about knowing absolutely everything about the LSAT. I'm doing this kind of like an introduction to the LSAT and letting you know what materials I used. If you want me to teach you LSAT stuff, like hit me up. If you pay me, I'll tutor you. Um, truthfully, I was pretty good at the logic games. As I said, timing wasn't always my best friend, but um, I now learned it's because I have ADHD and I have no sense of time. Um, and I probably could have gotten accommodations to have slightly longer time had I known I had ADHD when I took the LSAT. That's another good point. You can get accommodations. Like if you normally have accommodations in school, like you can reach out to LSAT about accommodations and stuff. And they do also offer waivers because it is like, I want to say like $180 or something every time you take the test. Um, Or like it's at least $100, maybe it's $150. I don't know. It's a decent amount of money. So if you like don't have the money for it, you can um, contact LSAT about a waiver and then a lot of times schools will also waive any fees that they have if you get an LSAT waiver so that's just a good random LSAT tip thing to keep in mind anyway so as I said this is not going to be a all-inclusive episode about everything about the LSAT this is like an introduction to the LSAT and what materials I found useful in my studies so that's logic games what I used for logic game studying is that actually no I'm gonna come back to that I lied to you guys bear with me as I said my brain's not working okay we're gonna pull together okay okay logical reasoning we were talking about um so I was telling you the different types of questions some are short some are a little bit longer like a paragraph but none of them are crazy long like max like two short paragraphs or one really long paragraph and with those it's going to ask you a question based on the information but it's not like logic games where you're putting things into like different orders and stuff and you're like organizing and being like where can this go what color could this be it's not like that this is like you read the sentence and it's like which one of these could possibly be the answer or which one of these could happen um so hmm that's like kind of with what logical reasoning is I don't know how to further explain it you'll understand once you start studying for it but it's like short snippets and then a question that goes with it but there's different types some are like an omission like which could not be the answer which could be the answer which is most likely to be the answer which is least likely to be the answer so you really the biggest tip with that is to really read every single option because sometimes it's a most likely or most 
least likely things, you want to make sure you know all of the options because one might be good, but another might be better. So that's the big tip for that one. Last section, reading comprehension. Literally, reading comprehension is basically the same as it is on the SAT. So if you've taken the SAT, basically the same, just I would say a slightly higher reading level since it's meant for people that have already gone through undergrad generally and are getting ready for law school. Um, so slightly higher reading level. Questions might be a little more in-depth and intense, but in general, it's that was the most similar to something I'd done before. Very similar to the LSAT, I mean to the SAT, very similar to the, um, oh my god, what are those called? Those classes that you take in high school that are college level. Why is the, hang on, let me think. The college admissions, it's the um, AP. AP test, also very similar to AP, um, I guess, literature. Maybe AP Lang, like both combined, I think, a bit. So um, those are the different sections of the LSAT. Okay, so now I'm just going to let you guys know what um, the things were that I used and what I found to be most helpful in my studying and kind of time frame. So I took the LSAT for the first time in July. I did take it more than once, but the first time I took it was in July. So I started really studying at the end of May. I had studied a bit before that, so I was a little bit familiar with the test, so I wasn't like going in totally blind when I started studying in May. I would like look through. I had the um, Power Score Bibles, which if you're self-teaching, those are the ones that are most highly recommended and I found really helpful, but I ended up taking a Power Score course. So everything that I learned in the court, in in the course is what was also in the book so I would like use the practice problems in the book sometimes or like review topics in the book for another explanation of it but in general I don't think I needed the LSAT bibles because I took I mean the power score LSAT bibles because I took the course um I found that course super 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 helpful we met two days a week most weeks um and then other than that, I wasn't working. So I just graduated. I graduated mid end of May. It was COVID time. So like I literally was doing nothing else. I was just studying for the LSAT all the time. So I would wake up on the days when I had the class. I think it was like 12 to two. I'd wake up. I'd roll out of bed because I um, am a late riser. So I'd roll out of bed. I'd go do my LSAT class. And then I would do the practice problems and watch the videos and stuff that were on the online course page for the rest of the day. And then I would do that the next day. So I would spend, I think, basically like five days a week I was studying, sometimes on the weekend too. I tried to give myself at least one full day off a week, which I highly recommend and everyone recommends. But time frame wise, I studied for like two months before taking it. Cause I studied all of June and July. Cause my exam was like, like July 20th or something. July, no, that was Tuesday. Uh, maybe it was like July, like 15th or 16th or something. I'm not sure, but, um, oh no, my exam was on the weekend. I think, yeah, so probably like the 18th, 19th, because the 21st was that Tuesday. Um, that may be weird that I remember that, but it's because it was my first day of work, which was also my dad's birthday, same day. Um, but so that's my recommendation. Study full-time for two months, or if you can't do full-time, study longer, spread out over time. Um, because like, it's a lot, 
if you really want to commit to it, you can also, if you don't want to study for it and you don't really like care what law school you get into, if you don't have a goal of a specific law school you want to go to and you're like, I just want to get my law degree, like I'll go to wherever, you can just take it. Like it doesn't hurt to just take it. But if you're like, oh, I want to go to like um, one of these specific schools or I want to go to a top school or I really want to get a lot of scholarship money or you need scholarship money, like that's something you might not think of either. Higher LSAT score equals more money at the schools that might be lower ranked. So like I ended up going to a school that was lower ranked than the top school I got into because it gave me more money because my LSAT score was really good for this school. So um, that's important to know. So even if you don't care what school you go to, it might be worth it to put in at least a bit of time to study for it. But so I recommend like two months full time. If you have the means to take a course, I highly recommend it. It was so helpful. And we could ask the instructors questions and stuff during class too. Um, Or if you're self-studying, maybe think about, like if you get stumped, you're like, I can't raise my score anymore. Maybe consider like doing some tutor hours. You can pay for just a bit instead of like paying for this course that I paid. I got on sale. I want to say I paid like, it was around a thousand dollars though, but you could do like a couple hours of tutoring for like a couple hundred or something to give you just some tips on what you can do based on like what your strengths and weaknesses are. So there's the recommendations of things that you can pay for. Um, But then there's a lot of free resources as well. Khan Academy has free LSAT prep stuff. The LSAC website itself also has LSAT prep stuff. They also have a um, subscription that you can pay for to have access to even more practice tests but um, they do also have free things there's a free practice test you can take there power score I believe might have one free practice exam as well Um, but I was living eating and breathing power score I lived by them John and Dave the power score guys they had a podcast I would listen to that while I was at work or while I was walking around Um, they also did webinars, whether it was John and Dave or some of the other PowerScore instructors, they would do free webinars, uh, almost once a week, maybe every couple weeks on certain topics that had to do with the LSAT too. So they might do a day where they focus on logic games or even a day where they focus on a specific type of logic game, like a niche one, like circular games. So, um, definitely if you're studying for the LSAT, check out all those free things, check out their podcast. They give so many tips. Um, check out their webinars, which you can just sign up for on the PowerScore website. You don't have to be in one of the classes. Um, You just have to make a PowerScore account, I think. They also have on there their LSAT forum where you can go on and ask questions. And a lot of times they already have explanations for your questions. You can like look up a question. You can look at the different categories Um, They have explanations for literally, I think, almost every LSAT question on any actual exam that's happened. Um, And that's the other thing, too. All of the practice tests that you get through the PowerScore ones, and I believe also if you have the LSAC subscription, they're all real LSAT exams that have happened in the past. They're just old ones, so you can now use them to practice. Um, But so I highly recommend those the power score class like i said was fantastic but all the free materials are amazing too and the lsat power score bibles also amazing um what are other free resources let me think we've got khan academy we've got the power score stuff oh also on the power score website 
they have a free scoring thing. So if you're taking your own practice LSATs, like if you buy like the 10 true past LSAT exams, I had a couple of those books. I used those a bit um, when I ran out of actual practice tests and before I started doing my course because my course came with so many practice tests. Um, but at some point, you know, I, I ran out, I started redoing them and stuff. So I used some of the other ones that I had. And with that, you can um, enter your answers. You can put like the year of your exam and the exam date and stuff. You put it all in on their little exam score calculator. You select which exam it was. And then you put in your answers because it's all multiple choice. You go through and you put your answers in on there. And then it'll tell you what your score is which is really cool instead of you having to go through and like count it up and then look at the thing and figure it out like it'll do it for you You just go through and you're like I did a b c d a b c you know so um that's really cool too it'll score it for you and then I believe from that is where you can find their explanations of answers for a lot of the questions since that's linked right to the um the test you took it knows which exam it was but if not you can like search those questions but you can also on the forum Um, If a question is not there that you have about like an explanation of how to do a type of logic game or how to approach something or like a tip for when you get stuck on a certain thing, you can ask new questions on the forum and Dave and John and the other instructors will go through and they will answer those questions. So, um, so super, super, super helpful. But so I feel like that's the rundown of the basics of the LSAT and that's what I use. Like I said, I studied full time for two months really helpful but um also if you don't get the score you love like that's okay you can take it again if you really want to try again I did I took the LSAT four times because I took it three times before applying and then I took it a fourth time to get more scholarship money and honestly it was worth it every time um granted I took it during the pandemic so like beginning of the pandemic so it was at home and it was the LSAT flex so it was an hour and a half test because there was only one of each section I'm not sure how long it, I mean, I'm not sure if it's back in person now because I think it's normally three hours because it'll be like three sections of like 35 minutes each. So it's like an hour 45, sorry, because there's like a minute in between. Um, And then you, what was I saying? Oh, but the normal one is like three plus hours because there's also a second logical reasoning section and then there's an experimental section, and you don't know which one is experimental. You don't know which ones are real. It's a surprise. But um, so I don't know if they're doing it back in person or if they added the experimentals to the flex. But um, I took it four times because it was only like two hours each time. But it was terribly stressful each and every time. And then I would just lay and do nothing the rest of the day. Ordered myself Olive Garden one of the times. So that was a nice treat. Anyway, so um, biggest, biggest takeaways. Check out the free resources. If you have the means to take a course, though, the um, the economic means, the time means, because you might be working full time, um, or maybe you just have other things going on. Maybe you're in school. Maybe none of the courses you're looking at line up with your schedule. If you have the means, though, the time and economic means, take a course. It is super helpful, especially if you're someone that's not good with self-discipline. Because even though you'll be doing a lot of the prep work outside of the course, it gives you like a timeline that you're like, I have to stick to this timeline because like we're moving on to a new topic. Um, So I highly recommend a course. It was very helpful for me to kind of know like the pace I should be going at when working on it full time too. And they would recommend when we should take a practice test. Like the first two weeks, 
I don't think it had us take a practice test. Like before we started, we took a practice test to get a baseline. And then I don't think they recommended taking a practice test until like the end of the second week. I want to say maybe even the third week. Um, so it gives you like a nice layout. Oh, also off of that, in terms of timeline, PowerScore does have recommendations for um, study timeline using their LSAT Bibles um, based on how long you have. So you can put in like, I have six months, I have two months. And they've got some PDFs on there of schedules that you can follow if you are good with self-discipline, but you want a schedule to follow to know like about how much you should be doing at a time. So um, I think PowerScore literally has a page on their thing that's like free LSAT study sources. So check it out. Honestly, if I remember, I'll do my best to remember because this is just tomorrow. I will link it on um, my story when I post the podcast because super, super helpful. But happy LSAT season. Top tips. Check out the free resources. If you're able to, take a course. Third biggest tip, give yourself at least a day off a week so you don't burn out. Because if you burn out before the test, like your brain's going to be fried and then you're going to have a lot of trouble just functioning. So make sure you're giving yourself breaks when you need it. Because also if you're burned out, like you're not going to be retaining what you're studying. So at that point, like if there's one day when you're trying to study and you're like, it's just not happening, maybe just, you probably should just stop or at least like find something to kind of reset your brain, whether that's taking a walk, working out, walking your dog, cooking a meal, um, going out to eat somewhere, you know, whatever it is that you use to reset your brain, yoga, therapy, um, you can't, you can only occasionally get a last second therapy call, but, um, yoga, talking to anybody, not necessarily a therapist. If you're just like, I need to reset, have like a conversation about something else, not about the LSAT. Give yourself a break from the LSAT. And when you take your breaks, let yourself really have the break and don't be thinking about how you think you should be studying for the LSAT. No, you should be taking your break. You earned it. You deserve it. And you need it to reset your brain. Anyway, those are my tips for you. And, um, I shall give you guys Oh, wait, yeah. Let's do our fun little New York City segments. I am so sorry this episode has been so chaotic, but um, on to the final segments so you guys can move on from this and go start studying for the LSAT. Okay, so... Onto our fun little segments, as per usual. So, first segment today. I hope you guys like my chaotic singing. And now my British accent, I don't know where that came from. Um, If you couldn't tell, I believe my ADHD meds have just worn off. It has been about 12 hours now. So, um, adds up when my brain stopped working all of a sudden in the past 30 minutes. Anyway, (laughs) so first segment is the... We're going to do the fun thing to do in New York City. So I'm going to give you a restaurant recommendation. It could also be a nice little um, cocktail spot. I don't know if they do happy hours, but they've got some nice sounding cocktails. Anyway, it's called Max Brenner. They make chocolate there. So dessert is kind of their big thing. And they're like chocolate cocktails. So my boss actually took us there today for lunch. And she was like, you guys have to get dessert. And she was like, pack up your leftovers. It's time to order dessert. Not exactly like that, but she did tell us we had to get dessert. Um, so me and then two of the other 
girls that were there for the clinic training today. We got a little shared fondue thing. So, so good. There was marshmallows. There was chocolate chip cookie bars. There was brownies. There was bananas. There was strawberries. And then we had, we picked dark chocolate and milk chocolate. And then the third option was white, but we got dark and milk. And then there was a caramel dip. So, so, so yummy. And there was a little fire pit, a little flame fire thingy. There's like coal inside of it, I think. And so you could roast your marshmallow on that and then dip it. I roasted the most beautiful marshmallow the second time. The first time I burned it. Like literally the girl next to me is like, oh my God, Erin, that marshmallow looks, she was like, you're roasting that like perfectly. I was like, thanks. I'm trying to do better than last time. Um, but so I recommend it again. It's called Max Brenner. It's near Union Square. It was on broad. It's on Broadway. Not it was. And it's also, um, owned by the same company that owns like the cacao cafe that's nearby so if you live in new york you know i'm talking about that's also close to union square it's near taboo net um it's right next to it but yeah so i recommend that the cacao place is also really good i've been there um got like a chocolate roll thing it looked like a cinnamon roll but there was chocolate inside so i recommend that delicious but they have like, I got, like, they have good food, too. Like, we went there for lunch. So I got a Southwestern Caesar salad. So it was a Caesar salad, but it was a little spicy in the dressing. Oh, oh, Lorelai, come here. We're almost done. So, um, yeah, I got a Southwestern Caesar salad. I picked up the puppy. She's wiggling. I'm going to take her for a walk in a second because she is sick, as I said. But, and so it was a Caesar salad and it was a little spicy. And I got salmon on it and it had avocado and tomato in it. It was delicious. Um... But yeah, and then my boss, the professor that runs the clinic, got a delicious-looking ice cream sundae. It was huge. So good. And whipped cream was on the side, white chocolate on the side. Anyway, highly recommend those. And my how-to-be-a-better-person tip for the week, I have not thought of. Let's think of something. I don't know why I'm singing to you guys. I'm so, so, so sorry. Um, Lorelai is yawning. Oh, I know a good tip to give um I want to do an I want to do an environmental one this week I want to do an environmental one let me think 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 oh some I feel like this is a thing somebody tell me if I'm wrong oh I know um if you guys have heard of cat cafes a lot of times the cat cafes like the cats that are at them are adoptable the one in San Diego I went to was at least but so those cats like live there so go to the cat cafe meet the cats maybe take one home if you're looking for a pet it's my recommendation go or if your animal shelter nearby just lets people come hang out with the pets to like pet them walk them maybe volunteer at the shelter but some might just like people come hang out like in the cat room they don't need walks they just need an interaction you know do something with animals it's nice out it's the summer go hang out with some doggies outside at shelters you know have fun. Okay. That's my episode for you guys this week. Again, I'm so sorry it's chaotic, but if you guys have any specific questions about the LSAT or specific materials I used, um, literally like DM me. I was going to say text me. You don't have my number. You can email me. That's probably, I think my email is probably linked somewhere. At least the podcast email. It's legallycouturepodcast at gmail.com. If you guys don't know, you can follow us as per always on Instagram and TikTok at Legally Couture Podcast. You can follow me at erin.lindsay13 on Instagram and TikTok. I post the episodes with guests on YouTube as well. 
Sometimes I'll post clips of them on TikTok and Instagram when my ADHD brain allows me to do that extra work. Um, but so follow everywhere. If you like the episode, rate, review, all that fun stuff, share it with people. Let me know. Let me know what you think. All right. Have a beautiful evening, day, week, whatever it is. I'll talk to you next week, loves.